0: Hi, it's Mick Miller here, and I'm doing a podcast with the promoter mouths, so check them out. They're doing great things in comedy. Let's
1: get on with it. This is episode number 10
0: of the Promoter Mouse podcast. Ooh. Hello, Pablo. Hello, Kai. Double figures.
1: Yes. Nice to hear Mick Miller there, endorsing the pod, and we are doing great things in comedy.
0: Thank you very much, Mick.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's some kind of an event, is it? 10th? It is it our 10th anniversary? It must be, yeah. It yeah. must be.
0: Let's, I'll, I'll drink to that. Yeah, cheers. Uh, cheers. Ching! Mm. Uh, for the purposes of the uh, podcast, um, Pablo's rocked up with... A few cans of BrewDog again. Now, we must say, we don't sit here getting pissed and recording. We are actually compass mentis, aren't we, yeah. when we do this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, We might be a bit pissed later on, because we're going to go to the pub after this, aren't we?
0: Yes, we are going to go to the pub yeah. after this. W- yeah. Where are we going to go?
1: I was going to discuss it later on. I was going to lead on from something.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, let's do that. Let's do <laughs> if that. that's all right. Yeah, we'll keep yeah. them waiting with bated breath uh, yeah. as to where we're going to go and drink. Who is going to... Be blessed by Pablo and Kai's Saturday afternoon uh, beverages. Yeah. That's 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 the glory of this, this town. Uh, we have a choice. We'll make it later. Um, what we didn't do last week after listening through, we didn't tell anybody what this is all about. We forgot for the first time to read out the introduction.
1: We just just got carried away with ourselves.
0: We did. It was an exciting week, wasn't
1: it? Yeah. All right. Shall we, shall we do it right from the... T- the top then?
0: Yeah, because I think some people might have forgotten.
1: Oh, it probably works as a vocal exercise. You, have you noticed, I've listened back to these pods, I've, like somebody doing a podcast, I can't actually talk properly, which is a bit, bit fundamental. What, you? I? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I've <laughs> noticed that. <laughs> i noticed that when I'm editing it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here we go, I'll, I'll uh, use this as a vocal exercise. Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each of us throats competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, we have joined together with a joint aim of banging on about the UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town.
0: Wow, can I say, if that's just the warm-up, I really cannot wait for the performance.
1: I'm not doing it again.
0: No, (laughs) I'm not (laughs) expecting you to do it again. Um, I thought you did magnificently there.
1: Oh well, thank you. Off Kate. the bat, no, you're yeah. you're very welcome. So, how's your week been?
0: Well, this week compared to last week has has not been as eventful.
1: Not comedy wise.
0: So. No, I've been. I've just been. Yeah, th- this is one of those sort of um, fallow weeks. Is that what they call it? Where you just get on with stuff and this- you don't don't press it too hard
1: I tried to book a couple of acts the so high profile ones and uh, and I hit a couple of big walls mm. and I thought I had the fish on the hook on both occasions had decent conversations going with uh, agents and the like and then when it really came down to it either the dates didn't work or we couldn't agree on terms uh, pain in the ass. so I, need to, I desperately need to fill some dates up yeah, yeah so you do I might talk to you about that in the pub later
0: oh is that why we're going for a drink I've been waiting for this <laughs> Yeah, shall I take my little black book with me, is that what you're
1: saying? Yeah, I've got a little black, I'm just looking for ideas Yeah, yeah That's all I, I no, get. You, I, you
0: have some good ideas No, yeah, so I've just been grazing through, getting ready for next week's gigs, really you've Just got, plugging away
1: You've got Arthur Smith, haven't you? Um, yeah,
0: well I've also, I've got Arthur Smith next week, they've all looked after themselves Beckles could do a little bit better, but I'm sure, for sure you know, It'll come good, It'll be what it will be, but um, Swatham's a bit slow, I have to say Wouldn't mind getting a few more in there not to the point at which I think it's never going to work there. It's to the point at which I think, well, let's just weather this one and take stock for next time because it's a lovely venue. There are enough enthusiastic people out there. They're just not sticking their hands in their pockets at the moment.
1: Yeah, okay. Let's, um, let's see how we go. I mean, I, I tentatively looked at Durham. I just looked at another venue there. And um, they said, the janitor guy walked me around this beautiful venue in, in Durham. And then out of nowhere he said, "Oh yeah, somebody else tried comedy here once, couldn't get it to work. So Who was that red card?" And I thought, you know what? If they've if they tried it and it hasn't worked, and I, I just it put me off.
0: Well, I would say, what did trying it involve? Yeah, you know, I. I think, well, that's true. But what does trying it involve? If you have some decent ideas and if you if you persevere I think and that's the key perseverance I don't think you can judge a location on one gig it depends how you do it but for me personally I think uh, you have a venue you build a community and if that involves a couple of gigs with 20 or 30 in building up to 50 or 60 70 or 80 100 plus um, that to me is you know progress and, and yeah mm. the nights are good enough that word gets around yeah. but um, I think you do it slightly differently, where you have a theatre, don't you? And you know, you've got a you've got a hit. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> it's a costly exercise. You, you can't afford to have thirty people sitting in a two hundred seat theatre. Yeah. But I can afford roughly to have thirty people sat in a room that's got one hundred and fifty spaces. Yeah. With a view to building it, I guess.
1: But it's it's a bit like building a fire. You'd you take all the pieces of kindling and put it together. One of those pieces of kindling is the marketing infrastructure that the venue has mm. and the draw that they bring. Um, it's a beautiful it's, metaphor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Guy. <laughs> <laughs> what's, um, what's, you know, um, what's that about?
0: Uh, well, no, I've already noticed I've done it. When I was editing it last time and I've even noticed I've done it this time a couple of times, I keep saying, you know, Ah right, yeah. and I notice it, and when I'm listening back, I notice it. I don't know if other listeners notice it as much. They will. Well, they now. will now. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. And, and lots of ums, but the you know keeps coming, and I'll be talking, I'll be talking, and I'll say, and you you know, uh, and and it it's, it started annoying me the last time, so I'm going to try and you know say <laughs> it a, lot, a lot less.
1: I noticed when I when you're saying something and I'm agreeing with you, I, I feel the urge to fill. Like making appropriate noise, so I, I so I've noticed. I, I so I can't remember what it is to do, but I'll do it in a bit. I think I oh, go yeah uh, like that. It's, I did this weird thing, and I never realised I did it because I've I'm not used to listening back to myself. It odd, makes you it? sound engaged
0: with the conversation. What when I make that funny? Mm-hmm, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I, I listen back and I think, was I that engaged? Or was I was just making that noise to sort of feign engagement. I a,
0: a phrase that you use frequently is what not. That's a new one. And
1: and what not. And you you don't even realise it. That's weird, isn't it? The yeah. things you say that you don't realise you say. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's, there's quite a few. And then they start rubbing off on each other, though. So yeah, I'm, yeah. there's a likelihood... That's that, what
1: I did I it, did, it, did, it, did it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah That's what I do. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's okay. That comes across all right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I could be in a House of Commons with that, couldn't
0: I? <laughs> <laughs> Order. Um, uh, so, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, what not comes up from you frequently. <laughs> um, that's your that's your go-to. And um, Now, I, when I pick up on these occasionally, there was one when we had one... Um, recently and you said something about having a beef and then i think i said it twice after it's not really a phrase i use frequently beef and yet i used it twice in succession after you used it i don't even remember saying it but i think that happens in this sort of environment you'll start picking up on yeah yeah, you'll start picking up on the things i say i pick up on the things you say and we we find this kind of common language that's how languages are created
1: yeah it is and it's how people bond by sort of mirroring each other.
0: Yeah, well, I tend to do footsie under the table as well. Yeah. That helps.
1: And know, well, I just bought some beers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anybody's. Um, lovely. So, yeah, that that was. I don't think we really rounded up the week there. It was. Um, no, no. It's really. not been. It, it, it's an, it'll, it'll it's a back. quiet so, week.
1: Yeah, it'll come back. But let's just say this. Sign up to the Patreon. Go on. Go on. You know what you want. to. So if, if you're thinking about it and you think, you know what I might do, just just do it. Don't, don't even think about it. Just, just do it. Just just have a little sign-up to the Patreon. You I'm trying to get my son to sign up for it. We should he's, be- he's in
0: Japan listening as well. And he is probably our youngest listener. He's 19 years old. And he's really enjoying it. He said, I just like the um, the the silly stories and things um, and the randomness of it, which is very nice
1: feedback. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That is nice. It, it, does your son listen listening to it in Japan... Make it number
0: 47. Well, I think it takes a few more than that. All right. Uh, But he certainly helps. He's flying the flag out there. So he listens to it on his commute, on his way to wherever he's going.
1: He's probably persuaded people that we're actually famous. That's what he's done. That's what he's done. I'd
0: like to think he's going and selling everyone, going, this is my dad. I'm so proud of him, but he isn't.
1: If you're listening in Japan, we are actually famous in in the UK. Honest. We wouldn't... Honest. Yeah, so... Hontonides. Yes. Uh, shall we put the Patreon link up on the Facebook page to make it easy for people?
0: Well, we did once. Let's let's do it, it again.
1: We'll, we'll pin it to the top. We'll pin it to the top. So, if you you know, if you're wondering... Oh, the, the, the the thing about giving money away is if it's a bit of a hassle, you don't really want to do it. But let's make it easy. Just go onto the Facebook uh, page. Like the page, because we'll, we'll post content relating to the pod. And, uh, yeah... Just, Shock a few quid in. Please we'll, we'll give you a name check.
0: On that on that note, we were just going to move on to praise B briefly. Um Simon Peck at the White Horse has listened to all nine episodes now and he donated nine pounds, a pound ah. an episode. Oh did he?
1: Yeah. How did he donate
0: nine pounds? Uh well he he had to pay me an invoice for uh for advertising bits and pieces and yeah, he added nine pounds on for the
1: podcast. What's so that pint each? I reckon that's a pint each. Oh, thanks, Simon. Brilliant. He listened to all nine episodes. He has. Oh, oh, that's lovely. I do say he listened
0: to all nine episodes. He did say he listened to the first one. And had that been the first, only one he'd listened to, he might not have listened again.
1: Oh, this is uh, Comedy Rumours forward slash Comedy Shithousery. Uh, in, this, in this bit, both Kai and Paul each present a comedy rumour or a bit of comedy shithousery from the comedy scene, which may be true or may be made up. The listener can decide. No, we're we're not, not really doing that, are we?
0: No, I've changed it to sort of comedy chat. I mean, we we don't necessarily go too far in I'll
1: rewrite that so we've yeah. got something to read out. But it's basically, we, 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 we bitch on the uh, comedy community and they make it easy for us. they're such a rabble it's not
0: really bitching is it I I think we don't really go in hard Uh, I think our conversations are. are, I think we we sound like we know enough to be able to have a reasonable conversation about something but we sound like we don't know enough to really get in depth and kind of uh,
1: we're we're like the soccer pundits for the football league not the premier league Is that what you're saying?
0: Something like that. Yeah. It wasn't what I was saying, no, but I'll take that because you're a football person, aren't you? I am, yeah. Yeah, you like your personality. So I'm not. I think that's what makes this good because I I don't care about football.
1: Yeah. We did once go to a football. We watched the football after this pod and I, I, I haven't said this to you before, okay? I vowed not to watch football with you again. Great, <laughs> I don't mind that at all. Because it, it was just you—you you, you really struggled to find interest in it, and yeah. you, just, you just wanted to chat about everything that, yeah. other than what was going on on the screen. Mm-hmm. So that, that yeah, pro- two, what, provided blokes? for not a fantastic dynamic. Blokes yep.
0: kicking a ball around, fuck that,
1: yeah, well, overpaid man babies. That's what they are. Well, as we sit here today, we we, kick, we kicked off at three o'clock, and so did every match on my accumulator, so I will be periodically checking them. See, people learn a lot about us through this podcast. Now yeah. they know you're a gambling man. Yes. Well, yeah, it's, it's hardly. Uh, I only put £2 on, and I might win £300 Oh, thereabouts. Yeah. Well, that's worth it. I'll let you know. I'll update you as the pod goes on. Nice. <laughs> I like a little flutter now and again. <laughs> Um, well, I noticed uh, um, Joel Isaac's been at it again. He's, he's the gift that keeps on giving.
0: What's he done this time? What was the last well, thing he was doing? Well, I got him in the I
1: news. I, I think it was the first ever episode. Uh, I didn't actually name him, but he was one of the comics banging on about the World Cup and Qatar. And at the, at yeah. the time, he—I he, um, think it, didn't he put ten thousand pounds into a shredder? If they if David Beckham carried on earning money out of the Qatar World Cup, his his beef was that um, Qatar aren't nice to gay people. It's illegal over there, and and they're extremely unpleasant to gay people. but They kill them, don't they? <laughs> you know, it's 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 not it's not great. So I can see why he he would have a bit of a bit of a thing about that. A few weeks later, it was it was then uh, found out that he'd done a lot of corporates in Qatar. Oh, yes. Yeah. And he came out and said, Well, it was only a couple of hundred quid. (laughs) Like, mate, you can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. But he is
0: is very, very good at uh, getting himself uh, some strong media attention. He changed his name to Hugo Boss, didn't he? That's it. Yeah. Uh, That was great fun. I mean, he was all over the papers and all over the world for that one. Um, And that's another one the World Cup one, but he shredded what he said was fake money because people were saying... What oh, he, did he say it was fake in the end? It he? was in the end. That's oh, what he said. Right, he said right. he donated it to some charity instead. Um, but that was because there was a lot of pressure for him to do that. I don't think he was... Yeah. I don't know if he was intending to do real money or whether it was just all a, a bit of a... Yeah. i very
1: nearly... Have, have you booked him before? No. No, i I've very nearly booked him, but the agent wanted me to have him on as unlisted. What's the point of that? Yeah. You know, I, I can not be dealing with that, it. That
0: makes it a lot harder.
1: But anyway, his latest thing, the reason why he's in the news, he's he's uh, released a book which is just exclusively photographs of bins. It's almost taking the piss out of people to buy it, isn't it? You know what I mean? What what can I get away with? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he's got a book about bins. And oh. that'll sell. People sell buy it, and just stick it in their toilet.
0: People will. Has the, he got a genuine interest in bins? He says he has, yeah. Well, you it, would if you're trying to sell a book that you've written.
1: He's, he's, he said he put uh, he had 56 pictures of bins, and he had to he had to wheedle them down to 40. And he said uh, leaving the 16 out that he wanted to put in was like <laughs> like losing children or something. He said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I can't yeah. believe all of that. Yeah, well, yeah. neither can I. <laughs> he's, he's definitely been having a laugh. Oh, nice. So yeah, so I mean, that's that's not really shit, It's just a little bit of a. Trivial news. No, so I, I guess the the, um, the whole guitar thing, that was shit out. That you, was, wasn't yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. He got called out on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When comedy promoting goes bad. Ooh, yes. Th- this, this is our hot topic yes. for this
1: episode. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah, no, absolutely. So... Uh, we we've noticed a couple of uh, angry posts in um on in facebook from various promoters no not promoters from uh acts uh, about a promoter who hasn't paid them yeah. and there's a, there's a couple of promoters that haven't haven't paid up and um they've been sort of publicly pilloried for it and one by a high profile act has sort of stepped in and and, and uh, had his say about it i 'm um, not going to say who they are i I don't, I don't feel comfortable sort of saying it no but yeah. but
0: bottom line is there's a there's a promoter based in the West Midlands who um, was running gigs much as we are really yeah. um, for a good three or four years, and probably timing wasn't great, but that promoter decided to open his own club and emulate the successes of other large clubs. Um, and the club was called Fat Theos, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, um, and a fair play to him for having a crack, I'd say, you know. Yeah. Um, it goes back to what I say every week. You start off being shit and you end up being all right. It, but it, um, he, his journey along that line was was a bit bumpy, I would say. Uh, I, I think and, there was, and,
0: there's a sense that he, it was, you know, running... From speaking to other comics as well you know running before you can walk it happens to a lot of comedians who think they should be higher up the ladder than they are yeah um but four years i mean i've been doing it 20 you've been doing it 10 i'm only just thinking that you know that is what a good idea that might be to have your own club but i can see all of the hurdles in the way of doing that um and for you know having having a four-year four years of promoting and then opening a club
1: it it can be done i think if you've got a basic business background you'd be you'd be all right um if, if you've run a business before you, you you probably do all right yeah um but, but I think, if you haven't
0: i think the success of a club like that is built on uh, the reputation of who's running it especially in, within the industry um and the relationship they have with the, the performers
1: maybe and the crucial thing with that is getting people paid and paid on time, isn't it? it that's, is. that's the same with any, any industry. In my day job, I've had day jobs before where I've paid contractors as for a living. I've, I've had to pay contractors, and if you don't pay them on time, you don't—you're not their priority.
0: But there's a sense as well that some people start such a venture thinking that it's going to be you know, limousines and uh, champagne lifestyle.
1: It's intoxicating, isn't it? It—it's. It, I think part of it is it's it's perhaps a little bit easier than you might think to you to book a headline act who's a, a, a reasonable, recognisable name. And then when you do that, I think the trick is not to get carried away and have your ego inflated. Because I noticed when I was sort of started booking bigger acts, people would come up to me and say things like, you're doing well, aren't you? And I was thinking, am I? I mean, I've booked the ad, but I've got to sell bloody tickets yeah. here. You, you, you know what I mean? And also, you, once you've sold the tickets, you've got to make sure that you get paid at the end of the day because if you, you get everything wrong, you can walk away and everybody else gets paid and you don't. Yeah, um, and
0: I, th- I think you, I've learned that you work from gig to gig and in many ways, every promoter is only really as good as their last gig because then then moving on to the next. You know, you might have a little cluster of gigs together, but you're only as good as the gigs that you've just put on because the next one and the next one, uh, they've still got empty seats and, you know, you've got to try and make that another good night. Um, And soon a reputation of... If a club goes downhill, if the quality of acts goes down and some promoters can start getting greedy thinking, well, I can book cheaper acts and make more money... Um, I think that's another mistake that can sometimes happen but in the case of this club in the Midlands I think um, it started out with good intentions and then I think from what I understand yeah it started to go downhill in terms of cash flow and success and then it just stopped happening and it left a lot of acts being unpaid and they've quite rightly got the hump
1: yeah, and have been very public about it. So where this becomes very sort of a newsworthy to the industry is that we actually reached out to uh, the chap who runs Fat Theos, and and he, he very kindly uh, uh, gave us a response to read out on the pod. Uh, I'll, I'll hand it over to you, Kai.
0: Absolutely. Well, Because my impression of this guy was what a wanker when I was reading what was going on. I thought, yeah, it's totally unacceptable. Um, and I thought, well, let's at least... If we're going to chat about it, at least give give him a chance. Now, for all the world, it looks like he's gone off the radar because he's shut down his socials and uh, and has not had much to do with comedy. Um, I'm pretty sure he's maybe shared this information with the acts that are owed money. Uh, but for the majority of people, probably who, like me, were looking from afar, um, this is what he had to say. And I think for those listening, hopefully this will be quite interesting. Um I ran a very successful comedy promotions company for four years. Hundreds of acts have worked for me in that time and been paid. I made the stupid decision to open a comedy club. Sadly, that didn't work out. We put on in total 19 shows there and all but two lost money. With the last three shows, unfortunately my money ran out. I had to close the club and find new employment. I start on the 2nd of April. I will use my wages from that to pay off all of my outstanding debts from the comedy club. I will pay a couple of them off each month as I'm paid. That is literally all I can do. I never set out with the intention to not pay people. I have every intention to pay them still. But it is going to take time. I will not have anything to do with the comedy industry again.
1: Hmm. Well, that's a that, 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 full statement then?
0: yep he just says so as i said at the top please feel free to say whatever you see fit well you know we're not here to we're not here to crush a man or kick a man when he's down um as a promoter and i think you agree paul that to me and i know there are going to be other strands to that story and probably two sides to every story with every act and what he's maybe said to them and maybe not said to them over the last months that they've been owed money but as a promoter yeah, I can see that being a, a totally valid and fair response. To be honest,
1: well, yeah, as as a human, I can sort of see that being uh, val- valid and fair. I mean, the guy made a mistake. He's put his he, um, he's put his hands up. Has he apologised in there? There sure.
0: wasn't an apology
1: in there, there. Well, uh, but mean, it, sounds it, a, it's, it, it sounds quite. It sounds sincere
0: enough. But as I know, I, I can almost guarantee there will be people he's owing money to who will apology. have listened to that and said. Fuck that,
1: or whatever. Well, you no, know. No, maybe one or two going. Oh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I like to see the good in people, and who knows when he gets his job. And good luck with that, Theo. If you, if you, if you're, if you're, if you're uh, listening, which I suspect you might be, but good luck with it. Um, everybody makes mistakes, and if you come good and pay the acts, uh, then I'm, I'm sure um, y- your name would not be mud. And if if anything, you're a guy that had a go. And I'd rather be a guy that had a go than a guy that didn't have a go at something that they wanted to do. Yeah, you know, it's you a know? shame it's affected acts that this is their livelihood, of yeah. course. And I'm sure they've been
0: strung along uh, for quite some time now. And I think, you know, there's talk of it going to small claims and things like that. But um, yeah, I mean, it's one less problem in comedy, I suppose, without him in it. But all the best.
1: Fat Theo. Well, you, you know what? A lot of businesses, um, a lot of people who run businesses have uh, crashed and burned their first couple of businesses before making a success. I can see how this success. could
0: happen there with comedy. You, know, you build up, and I think you are sometimes robbing Peter to pay Paul as the ticket money comes in, and I think that probably ran away with him as he extended his, yeah. his
1: repertoire into a, a club of its own. Well, I imagine he's got wider problems. If he actually opened up a club, rather than uh, running a night at yeah. another venue if, if he if he actually opened up a club then he'll he'll he'll, uh, he'll owe money on a lease
0: and he'll have had staffing issues and all yeah. sorts of things and that's the beauty of the model I work with you don't have that problem you don't have no. the overheads you no, exactly. it's pop up comedy and I think that is a really uh, great way to start out it's pop up you you go to the pubs and you Bring the it's, comedy to them, and then they pay their staff, they pay for the venue, and you're really just bringing the people to the through the door, yeah. and and that is a good relationship to have, and, and it's
1: sustainable as well. It is sustainable. Um, you've got to go properly all in if you if you're going to either own a place or own a lease, um, because essentially you you're you've got to, you're paying for premises which are going to be closed most of the time. And, and the maths don't work if you do it that way. So I mean, you and I have spoken about this before, haven't we? And uh, it, it, if if you're in it to make money out of property, that's one thing. But if if you if you if you're going to buy a property or have a lease. Um, Find another purpose for your premises whilst you've not got comedy on, otherwise, you're just chucking money away.
0: Yeah, you've got to look yeah. um, up to Liverpool for Hot Water, who have quite an exciting project going on up yeah, there. Yeah, well, good luck to them. I mean, it's a huge, it's going to be the biggest uh, purpose built comedy venue. Uh, it's got several uh, stages, it's got podcast studios and all sorts, um, and it's going to be a real hub of entertainment in the north. Uh, I guess it's kind of going to be. Um, on a par with something like the comedy store in terms yeah. of what it represents in that area as well um, yeah that's an ambitious plan I f- think it will be successful because it has lots of different strands it, it can function during the day mm-hmm. as well as you know during during club nights um, all the best to them make of it what you okay. will <laughs> That should be the name of this section. <laughs> Make of it what you will. This yeah. is where we say something out loud and then leave it to you to decide if you believe it or not.
1: Yeah, so so let's. should we, should we do a bit local bit or do you want to do a bit more shit like, Um Time for one more shit We
0: do. I think I, I've got to see this one. Um, you've put comedy tributes.
1: Oh, yes, I've seen an advert uh, for... Uh, uh, Peter It's Peter Kay But it isn't Peter Kay It was some guy That does Peter Kay
0: You sent me the poster And I looked at it You sent it through WhatsApp And I looked at that poster And I thought Wow Peter Kay's put loads Of dates in Because there's a list Of 150 or 200 dates He's got a fucking tour yeah, this is Peter K tribute. He's got a massive tour. And he's got in tiny writing the guy's name, which uh, we could probably find it in a minute. We'll we'll,
1: we'll stick it up on a Facebook yeah. page. We'll, we'll promote his tour.
0: Yeah, we will. And he's got tiny little writing of his name, is and massive Peter K in the same Peter K font, and he's standing in the same pose as Peter yeah, K, yeah. and he's got like 200 dates.
1: That can be right, can it? It's Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean... I think I said before in a pod. I quite like Benidorm, and I've been there a few times. And I was there one night. I just finished up watching. Um, what's the name of the lady who pulls uh, screwdrivers out, out of out of a doofer. Oh yes, you know what she called. Um, oh, come back to me in a minute. But there is an act in Benidorm, very famous one. What's the, her name? Yeah, yeah. Um, she, all of these unlikely objects come out of a come out of a, foof. And uh, and when he sat there, absolutely hammered after being on the piss all day in Benidorm, it's, it's quite the sight. Anyway, she'd she done her done her turn. What's she called? It's, it's me, on now. the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just like oh, got terrible. When I need to remember a name, I just can't you've, do it. Yeah, you've said it before. Yeah, yeah. You've said it before. And there's a load of people listening to this going, "It's yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah." Again, we'll find a link, put it up on the page. But after her, um, everybody's getting really excited because. Um, oh fuck me I'm in forgetting <laughs> bloody name territory here Mick mentioned him on the last one on 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 the last pod. he mentioned him he keeps getting bloody cancelled from town halls and stuff like that fuck fuck, fuck. you're oh, terrible hang oh, on, hang terrible on. Like... We, we will we will reset in a second
0: yeah Keep... oh Chubby Brown Chubby Brown that's yeah. the guy yeah,
1: yeah so, so yeah everyone's getting really excited so Chubby Brown's coming on and he was actually just billed as Chubby Brown Right? In his, sort of, his big old entertainment pub in Benidorm. And it was about half 11, and everybody was pretty well oiled. And I was thinking to myself, can't be the real Chubby Brown here, here in Benidorm. I thought maybe he could. Who knows? Did he come out in a patchwork suit? He did. come out in a patchwork <laughs> suit. Telling everyone to fuck off and all of this. And he, and he was. It, it clearly wasn't like it was just some guy in in a patchwork suit I just just, I- just doing doing Chubby Brown's acts verbatim. They were loving it. They were absolutely loving it.
0: Yeah, and it's it's jokey, okey isn't it? You're literally somebody coming out and and retelling the jokes, oh, in, yeah. and probably in many um, instances equally as funny. Uh, but I mean, it begs the question about what rights they have over the name to use the name because if it was a tribute band. No oasis, mm. you know, and oasis
1: is ish, ish. ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and yeah, and so on. Um I don't know why we've just chosen that one because there are thousands, but surely you can't just take the name and say tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's you can do that and we... sell
0: tickets off the back yeah, of it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, there's a David Bowie tribute coming on in a in a, uh lower stuff in a couple of weeks at the marina. Tempted, I am quite tempted to um, go. But is he billed as David Bowie? No, no, it's no, it's not. It clearly isn't. I mean, would I mean, be quite a name? Exam, yeah, but, <laughs> but, but but what's
0: the name that they're using? No, yeah, because he's oh, dead, mate. It, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it would be a miracle.
1: It, it's it's something in very small font performs David Bowie. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. there, there should be a law against it. I think. I don't know what tribute bands though. You 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 know you 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 uh You'd have w- to be pretty thick to I, I, think that
0: you were going to see. Peter yeah. at the, you know, the King's Head in Loddon, for example.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird one. I I don't know if it is shit sounds or not because I think if you think that um, comedy tributes, are... well, let me put it this way: if you think band tributes are bad, then you've got the right to think comedy tributes are bad. You can't have both. I mean, you you've got to have both.
0: No, but I'm talking about the. the <laughs> I, I'm talking about the name. I'm all over the
1: place. Yeah, you, you, you hear what I'm saying? So, so it, like, if it's all right to have band tributes, then surely it should be all right to have uh, a comedy tribute, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, but I think it's all right to have band tributes.
0: It is okay, but they don't have the same name, do they? They change the name of the band. And
1: this this guy is then, such, a, such a guy as Peter Kay.
0: Yeah, there might be, but I think there should be a law against the size of the font that you can use on the on the posters. I mean, that happens with theatre productions. You've got to have a certain
1: size font for the per- person who's written it, and so on. I, I think for me, if there is an issue, there's a bigger one with with comedy. There's there's a certain level of honesty. You should be peddling your own jokes, really, and and we we sort of collectively, i we we I know both of us don't really put on acts. Generally speaking, uh, maybe with the odd sort of seasidey exception, um, we, we we generally put on acts that craft their own material, and that's what we we, we respect as, you know, and that's what punters respect. So if somebody comes on with a load of jokes that were passed down from centuries, uh, and and just yeah. the jokes have got their own circuit, and and whoever it is just performs them. Like like, I think this kind of stuff happens on cruises and all well, this I've, kind of I've, thing, I, and it definitely happens in Benidon and I've also different kind of daily in it. Oh, her name nearly came to me then. What, what the? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. She's she's basically Sally?
0: no. It's, 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 it's. Oh, it nearly came to me then. <laughs> what was it? What's her name? It, yeah, Have people, a quick look her up very quickly. Oh, we we oh. can't we can't go on like this. It was Julie, J- S-
1: silly S- Lily. Uh, Act who pulls screwdrivers out of a fanny in Benadon it's, it's not giving me anything here oh it's good give me some pictures no oh, that's not what I was looking for
0: <laughs> no that's not sticky Vicky yay there yeah, you go yeah, yeah. sticky Vicky <laughs> um, it goes on what we were saying about, about originality though um the I I sometimes get people who say oh, I I fancy doing some comedy. Um, how do I get started? And you know wh- what do I need to do? And I was first step I say get yourself three minutes of material if you're really starting out from scratch. Um, but then I also and I say three to five minutes is what you'll start out with. And you you know if if you get a spot you might get chucked on for three minutes, maybe five if you're lucky. But I said it's really got to be original material. Yeah. Um, because some people say, well, I've got a load of jokes, which, you know, then they will be Gary Delaney jokes and there'll be Peter Kay jokes, you know, the old Milton yeah, Jones yeah. shit. And they put them all together, Chubby Brown and Jethro. And they think that's a set and, and they'll make their mates laugh because they've remembered them all. And they probably are quite funny. Uh, but I do say that that wouldn't necessarily be something I would entertain yeah. for a gig, because, uh, number one. It's not original material, but you don't get the respect of the other com- comics on the bill, for starters. And then, as a promoter, the acts probably, you'd lose a little bit of um, credibility with them if you're putting on acts that are doing that. Oh, yeah. You, um, you, you, and you
1: get slugged off an awful lot behind your back.
0: Yeah, because that's not really a booking, and you should sort of know better. But as much as I want to encourage those people uh, to, to get into comedy and to do it, I definitely guide them down the road of original. And, and it does slightly derail them a little because that's not what they're in it for. Um, so, you know, they do sort of relegate themselves maybe just to telling jokes down the pub.
1: Yeah. The other thing to be careful. If you are writing your own set and, and you hear a joke in the pub that somebody said or somebody says what would be funny, be careful because they may well be paraphrasing what they heard at the last bloody... Gig that they went to, so so you could be unwittingly um, plagiarising. Yeah, I mean, I
0: I have joke competitions at my gigs, and I I started them out, and they've just become quite a popular feature where people submit a joke, they can win some tickets. It's quite a fun part of the evening. I don't have any ownership over that, which is quite nice. And Mm. and if the jokes are rubbish, then it's the audience's fault, and that's quite a funny sort of premise.
1: There are whole websites that rip off uh, comedians' jokes and, and, well, you know, Facebook pages. Reddit, for example. Yeah, and, and, and there's, there's Facebook groups. I found a load of them. They're, they're called Comedy for Adults or uh, Having a Laugh or whatever it is. And like and your you, you, you Brexit boomer uncle would be sharing shit from it and you're thinking, I actually know the comedian who wrote that joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, just be original if you're into comedy. Yeah. I mean, there are ways of reforming other people's jokes, and that's what a lot of comedians have been doing for years. Some people would argue that there are only a couple of different jokes out there. And it's all just variations on a theme. Should
1: we do some local stuff? This is Parking Like a Twat in Loddon and Chetgrave. In brackets, local bits. I like the way you're saying it lately. You're... you're- yeah. Delivery? I'm channeling my inner partridge.
0: That's very nice.
1: Yeah. It's very nice. It's appealing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, well. I've got a voice for radio when I can actually talk. But anyway. (laughs) Well,
0: I've been asked to help out with the coronation celebrations in Loddon Parish and Chedgrave. Um, So there'll be a bit of live entertainment, music, possibly with a marquee, some speakers, in the main car park in the centre which is quite an exciting little um, idea at the moment which I've got to get my head round in the next couple of months it's on May the 7th on the Sunday right? Um, and hopefully the whole town will be involved and uh, yeah there'll be a centre point there um, anyway went to the meeting and I don't know if you've ever been to a parish council meeting
1: I have yeah yeah, I'm not here, but I've, 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 it, it, through my day job, I've ended up having to go there to explain to them why they need need a new uh, discount supermarket in there. Okay, their yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. What an interesting setup. Yeah, you know, you, I think they never know who's going to turn up or if anyone's going to turn up at the start, um, because it's yeah, just open door, isn't it? It's thick of deadly stuff, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It was a very interesting. So I was there. Um. And just listening to all the formalities and everything, so and I and I totally get where the uh, the difficulties lie with these things because every decision they make is gonna have somebody disagreeing with it or finding fault in it. That's the nature of the yeah. parish council, isn't it? Ev- everything from roundabouts to toilet blocks and things like that. Um, so, whilst they were talking about it, a couple of things came up. All right, I'm not going to divulge too much of the meeting because you know, arguably it was a bit bit um, it wasn't exciting material for well, no, actually, it is, but I'm not going to go into it. But um, this is what came up anyway. Um, they were they were talking about it's on a Sunday and they wanted to have a raffle, okay. and. The subject of the raffle came up, but the rather than an excited, oh, yeah, let's get that together, the first thing that was mentioned was whether you're allowed to sell raffle tickets on a Sunday. What? Because it's, isn't that gambling? Somebody said that. Right. <laughs> that, was, that was the first thing <laughs> do, that do, came you know to what? their mind. Do,
1: what, what, I, I, I said at the beginning, I've been to a Parish Council meeting and I've I stood up at one before. The one thing that struck me, the kind of people that go to them, and I'm not saying this this is what, I wasn't there, right? I'll just nod my head if you're right. Right. Um, The kind of people that do go to them are the kind of people who like to get one of those speed camera things and and stand at the side of the road with the high vis. Not entirely sure
0: um, whether that's what these people do for for the kicks, but... um, that was rather than a an excited oh what a lovely idea we'll get lots of things together lots of cuddly toys and things yeah. that was like third on the list the first problem was overcoming the gambling laws so somebody had to there was then searching up one of the councillors yeah. uh, was searching up gambling yeah. laws and then they read out the gambling laws which basically said of course you can yeah. um, it's a it's a raffle well, um, well-
1: you, you put a bet on, don't you, on a Sunday? I mean, I, 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 and
0: I, I totally get where the, the the parish council must be treading on eggshells all the time when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, a little further down the line, the something came up about businesses opening. Now, I'm not quite sure if this is right, but it fits what came up next about whether all of the businesses would be open for business on a Sunday. What about the chip shop? And the next thing she said was, you know, there's a law that forbids people from selling fried fish on a Sunday. She's full of shit. No, this no, is. no true, it's true.
1: But... There is no law that forbids <laughs> there people.
0: A, there is a law.
1: That's a nonsense. <laughs>
0: there is a law.
1: That... I, I've had fish and chips on a Sunday. Yes, if you go down to the beach. Have. We you, all have. We all have. At the seaside, you can get fish and chips on a Sunday. There, is, there are laws which
0: were were, were, were passed Uh, at some stage in history which means you are not allowed to sell fried fish on a Sunday. Can you sell fish and chips on a Sunday? Go on. It is illegal to sell fried fish on Sunday, although in some areas the law is not enforced. This means that fast food of foreign origin can be sold freely, whilst the main native fast food fish and chips cannot legally be sold on a Sunday. Well, it must be
1: true if you just read it out off the internet.
0: It was off the internet. Yeah. It's a a, a
1: government-based... What government? Let me see. Let me see what you're referencing there. There we go. GovU... GovU... Oh, gov this, this site can't be reached.
0: GovU... You, can you sell fish and chips on a Sunday?
1: That's not a government-based site. That's a WordPress site. Some bullshit well, has gone on there. <laughs> Kai, you can't, no, mate. Listen... You're, you're, you're not... Can I eat fish? You can
0: eat it. Fish frying, and this is why, because fish frying was classed as a noxious trade along with tanning, dyeing and rendering and the like.
1: No, this is one so of those it things. was illegal
0: to fry fish on a Sunday. It's to do with the, f- the fried noxious
1: oils. It might have been illegal at one point, but it isn't now. It's, 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 is, is it one of those things like uh, Barry Capon? Swede is still actually at war with Russia?
0: Possibly, or or things like you cannot carry a salmon and down the high street, open on a on the Sabbath or whatever.
1: Apparently, you, you, it's a, it's legal to piss on your own car on the back left wheel if you really need to, so you can piss in public on your own car there. Okay, I, that I mean, I'm 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 asserting that with absolutely no way of backing it up.
0: Well, this must it, be true though because it's on Mum's net. Oh, well, there you go. Look, there you go. Look. Um, anyway Yep It's one of those laws which exists And has not been enforced It's one of those laws that
1: doesn't exist
0: Oh it does It does It does Honestly mm. It came up in the parish meeting It must be, some, it must be something in it It's
1: making me hungry now Looking at all um, those fishes Now
0: In Scotland for example You can ask anyone You can knock on anyone's door And
1: ask them to use the toilet And by law They're not allowed to refuse you that kind of shit goes down in Scotland anyway, just normally I've been there, it's a weird place.
0: Um, and there's also, it's like pregnant women are allowed to piss wherever they like, that's a law, you're not allowed to stop them. Uh, yeah. I was looking up weird laws, because this, this fish and chip one, and it, it led me down a rabbit hole of
1: absurdities, like beating carpets. <laughs> Bullshit on the internet? No, no. I mean, it's, it's funny. I was only just saying to somebody the other day that the internet has stopped, like, bullshitters down the pub because you can look f- things up. But yeah, clearly, it has, isn't it? Clearly it hasn't that much. Well,
0: anyway. it hasn't stopped parish council meetings from being sidetracked. No. Um, because of the fried fish law. Yeah. It's noxious substances. That's where the law... I can see why that is the case. I can see why that's the case. Have a day off.
1: Um... Right, <laughs> I've got nothing else to say on the fish. No,
0: no, that's fine, that's fine yeah. um, Shit splinter groups uh, We've done this one as well, you know Yeah, but I was just We we talked about it About the, the spin-off groups And I looked the other day And it's been going for a few months now They've got 86
1: members I've got a theory on these I think shit, it, shit splinter groups I think they're more potent for advertising on Than you think Okay Yeah, because I think a lot of people who subscribe to the big ones with sort of fifteen thousand on or whatnot have muted them and turned them off. Okay. So you're only getting just y- your admins and whoever actually takes the trouble to go on there and start scrolling. So mm. It won't appear in people's feeds. Whereas the smaller ones, I think people the, the, the traffic is not enough to be an annoyance. So you can uh, you, you, you can muscle in on that and get. Like, for argument's sake, 300 decent uh, appearances on people's page. Well, 86 people. Well, it's 86, yeah, it'll, it'll appear on their feeds. But w- that whereas thing- if you're on 10,000, you're not going to get 10,000 people looking at it, and most of them would have bloody turned it off. What I love about it is the because fact that. Because if you haven't, it's just fucking annoying.
0: Somebody got so annoyed with. It, they, they were like this is really annoying and a few people said yeah it is isn't it and they've gone off and said right we're going off to do this cause yeah. and, and it's just like a tiny they're all squirreled away in a cupboard at the back room
1: without the Nazi admins yeah
0: without the Nazi admins yeah. so I called that Lodden and Chedgrave without the members <laughs> but the the, um, the thing with that is I bet they're still members of the other group I bet they haven't left that group
1: no well they might have done the might have well might, they, they might, haven't they might have done a presidee yeah, yeah, we're
0: leaving, and everyone's like, "Shut the door," yeah, and they have, yeah. and there's nobody with them. Yeah, yeah, uh, eighty-six of them. Anyway, but eighty-six. Chedgrave, for example, has only got a thousand people living in it. Just, just, uh, just above a thousand people.
1: And how many people are in the L- Lothian Eye? Ten thousand. How many people are in London Oh, there's a question. I haven't done my pop. I haven't looked at my Doomsday record on that one. You need an Alexa in here so we can ask questions. Mm. We could like we could be like Joe Rogan with the guy doing the facts, except we'll just have Alexa.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we won't be looking up Sticky Vicky. <laughs> um, the final one on the local local matters was um, called taking the pissoir. Now we only have one public toilet. That was another thing that came up at the meeting. Was about where people are going to go to the toilet. I suggested that they just stick the toilets in the King's Head car park. <laughs> no, I, d- I didn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll just go in the King's Head car park anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah, like everybody else does. <laughs> um, and there is a, a public convenience, and you think we're a sleepy village, right? Uh, but down at the bottom where uh, the stay is, where all the boats park, there are some public toilets and shower area. And they kept getting vandalized. Right, and everyone was complaining and doing angry faces about them getting vandalized. And so what they've done apparently is they've got now a contactless door charging device where you it costs twenty P or something, but you tap in with your card. Yeah. Yeah. And now everyone's complaining about that. You're damned if you do, damned if you I think if you if you're gonna use those toys, it stops the kids going in, they're not gonna spend twenty P are they? Um Well hang on a minute, where do you get this
1: card to do I mean, you've got enough shit in your wallet without...
0: Oh, no, it's not It's not a charge card, just for the pisser. It's a... You can use your Apple Pay or your credit card.
1: Oh, I see. Oh, I so see. Instead it of tap a, sp- it. Yeah. So, it takes 20p off you. Yeah.
0: I think that's actually a really good idea. And a lot of people are losing their shit over it because... Uh, they're losing their shit. <laughs> yeah, because... But, but unfortunately, they're losing their shit... only costs 20p. <laughs> they're losing their <laughs> shit around the side of the toilets. Uh, no. Right. Uh, I think that's a good idea. That, that will that put people off vandalising it. You know, you don't if you're going to go and vandalise a toilet block. Yeah. You don't know, think, oh, I better take some change with me. You know, it's normally you know when when I vandalise toilet blocks anyway, I tend to. Um, I tend this
1: <laughs> is fantastic content, Kai. I I just got to say, I <laughs> Thanks, think we're man. surpassing ourselves Thanks, here. So.
0: Well, you know, had you added something, <laughs> it might not have just been me talking about shit I've seen. Get out more.
1: Opinion horse, <laughs> oh, sexy! Strong start. Strong start. <laughs> opinion horse. In this section, we we identify a piece of opinion whoremongery purveyed by someone else in the entertainment industry. We might choose to name the perpetrator. We might further discuss the merits of the opinion. What do you think about that? I've the, written rolled dalux. Dolo- rolled Dalux. As in, Roald Daleks Roald, Roald Daleks Yeah. This is the uh, uh, rewriting of uh, Roald Dahl's books so that they are more woke, right? And yeah. uh, and sort of um people in who have got they them pronouns and whatnot. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like the the Augustus Gloop is not fat. What is he? He's big boned. I don't know what is he. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yep. large or or uh and Mrs Twit isn't ugly. I
1: mean it's just He was Charlie Charlie in the chocolate factory, right? Yeah. So, yeah. What, I know what, how, how did they get on with on plumpers?
0: Oh, they were um what was, what were they? Were they little persons or per? yeah, something like that. Yeah. The little pe- people. Little people. I don't know exactly what it was. I haven't got the facts in front of me, but you're on the right lines. It's absurd.
1: It's absurd, yeah. I mean, all I I have to do is say that this is of a time when uh, opinions and attitudes differ from the current one. But let's let it run. I... And and not all of it does differ either. I
0: think they should be more concerned with the fact he
1: was an anti-Semite. Was <laughs> it? Was he? <or> was he?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that would have been. It would have been better to address that than the fact that he's called someone fat. Well,
1: was uh, he actually an anti-Semite? I mean, yeah.
0: I, I don't know if he was or not. I mean, even Road Dahl's own camp have written an apology, which is buried deep in his website. You'd have to go and find it, saying "I'm sorry for his unsavoury um, statements and viewpoints and what have you." but the um i think it's been a really clever bit of marketing on the part of uh
1: roll dollar state
0: the rolls dollar, dollar state cuz loads of people went out you know they got really kind of riled by this idea that they were changing it and, and bought up loads of books so suddenly everyone was buying the old books up and yeah. it's given a massive boost to the sales it's gone up in some instances by 500% the sales have but on top of that netflix are soon to be releasing all of the Roald Dahl over the next few years. Um, lots of, or if not all, of the Roald Dahl stories as specials on, oh, on yeah. Netflix, as as films. And so... A little part of me, the cynical part of me, thinks this was never gonna really happen. Yeah. They were never really gonna change it. It's got everybody talking about it. Could be. Everybody's now got him on their minds. Yeah. And I think that's the sort of level of marketing that either money can't buy or is absolute genius on their part to yeah. get, you know, everybody. If you all you've got to do is release some little thing, little seed like that and just watch it grow. Yeah. We're you know, a statement that you put out there like we're gonna change the stories. Uh, yeah. And Absolutely. then people fall for it. Absolutely. A sinker.
1: A load of dickheads like us talking about on podcasts.
0: You know, it's. <laughs> to try to work out how
1: irate they should be about it.
0: You know, it's on a par with ripping down your own posters, isn't it? You're going to miss. Um, are you going to miss. You've been framed after 33 years? They've. Kicked it. They've 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 canned it, haven't they? Yeah. Harry Hill's not no longer going to be doing it.
1: Has it hasn't done it for the full f- thirty three years. That, no. That um that lady from Memmedale did it, didn't it? She. She,
0: she did. did, and then Jeremy Beadle was the original.
1: Oh, he, Jeremy Beadle. Do you remember Jeremy Beadle doing I, it? I, I do. I I've uh, I've, got Jer- I've got a Jeremy I've got a Jeremy Beadle anecdote actually. Have you? I have indeed. Yes. Go yeah, on. Yeah. Go on. Well, it's it's a uh, it, it's not amazing. It was a short brief moment in time in the 90s when i was a cycle courier in london and i i was very nearly run over by jeremy beadle at a roundabout on the other side of westminster bridge on the south side of westminster bridge i don't think it's even a roundabout anymore but there was there used to be a roundabout there and uh yeah jeremy beadle came out of nowhere nearly careered into me and i p- pushed the brakes on was he in a car he was in a car and he had the windows down. He would have just been coming from Television Centre, I believe, the ITV Television Centre, just on the South Bank. Because so, it is just down there. And, and he looked at me with a really angry, contorted face... And I looked back and thought, well, it's Jeremy Beadle. I've just nearly been run over by Jeremy Beadle. Nice. And Jeremy Beadle uh, was angry and then he gesticulated at me with his little hand. Because <laughs> he famously had a little hand, didn't he? did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was like, oh, there's Jeremy Beadle.
0: Yeah. And then, oh, there's his little hand. He also famously had a small penis. But on the other hand, it was quite big.
1: Oh, oh. Hellfire and damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us have been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Wow. Have you been practising that? No. (laughs) Don't patronise me, (laughs) Kai. Right, so the first thing I want to get off my chest here is the price of small chocolate bars. And it's not... (sighs) I know people have done to, the de- done to death the fact that Mars bars aren't as big as they used to be and so on, right? That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm actually talking about is for, for 90p, you can get a chunky Kit Kat that isn't very chunky, right? But for pound fifty you can get a massive slab of chocolate. So it makes sense to have a massive slap of s- slab of chocolate. And that's just not doing anybody any good. So you end up buying a massive, like... Uh dairy milk and eating it all when all he wanted was filing for money, yeah, but what this means now is you're either getting a ridiculously small one, yeah or a ridiculously large one, yeah, not much difference, okay, so just give us a normal size one, and I don't care what it could- just give what it costs to manufacture. Work out, work out the maths. I'm expecting you to go on to wagon wheels in a minute.
0: Oh, remember when they were like the size of wagon wheels.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, I know. It's, it's, and later in this section, we'll be talking about white dog shit and self-service tools. But I wanted to make a specific point. It's like uh, that you end up having to sort of buy more to get value. But a lot more. Yeah. And it's like grab bags of crisps. You get a normal packet of crisps, there's nothing in it. It's just literally a bag of air. So you have to go for the grab bag, which is too much for not much more, if you see what I mean. Yeah. I thought your doctor said you should lay off the old snacks and. They did, and I'm going to have to sort of. I'll, I'll I'll just have one packet of pork scratchings in a bit. I think. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I bought a few the other night. You have got me on them as well. <laughs> they're not as expensive as they seem when you're out and about, are no, they? No. You know, all well, they're... like one pound thirty-five. I think they were a packet. And now normally I'd say that's quite a lot, but after a few pints, yeah, that's cheap as chips, isn't it? Yeah, I love. I love them, when you,
1: especially if you get a bit of hair on them. Oh yes. People don't like that. They no, go, oh, yeah, fair it. enough? Oh, no. And
0: the ones with that you bite right into and that soft bit, you know, loads of that. Yeah. The yeah. fatty soft. Oh, we're getting hungry. You are hungry now, aren't you? Yeah, You've yeah, gone yeah. on to
1: food at the wrong time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I had a... I'll have to get some pork scratchings. Yeah.
0: Now, you've got a couple of things. I know. I noticed yeah. the things that are really, like, the next... There were, there were lots of sections in this uh, episode that have had a lot of stuff that I've put in. But when it comes to things you want to...
1: Things that fuck me off, off into the yeah. pits of hell. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, there's I? a
0: few there.
1: Go on. I was down at the gym the other day, and there was three lads sat there on their fucking phones in 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 the changing rooms. I don't know why they're parking themselves in the men's changing rooms just gawping at the phones, but they're doing this more more frequently. Um, it's it, kind of me time, though, isn't it? They they kind of. Why can they fuck I mean, off somewhere I, else? I find it?
0: myself addictively scrolling on TikTok and and yeah, but reels men, and things. Men-
1: Men getting changed there. So it's, it's not the environment for it.
0: I, I'm. I see a lot of videos on TikTok lately, and and they they sort of cross pollinate to reels and things. So you're seeing a lot of gym gym creep videos where women oh, women that, are yeah. uh, filming themselves doing exercise, and then a bloke so much as walks past takes a glance at what they're doing um maybe it's checking out their ass i don't care but then they're now a gym creep and and that's they're being called out on the internet i think that's really wrong i think cameras number one there are there are security cameras in gyms and that's great but people should not be allowed to film in a gym because it's a, it, it shouldn't be out there you know they shouldn't be filming strangers and calling them out on the internet yeah. um
1: i agree there was a bloke filming himself while I was getting out of the shower the other day, and I, was, I, I, I very quickly sort of had to go back into the shower because my fucking man boobs were going to get broadcast all over Instagram.
0: Nice, I'd pay for that. <laughs> but The um, yeah, they but, should just be—they should just put a, a blanket ban on people
1: filming themselves in the gym. Playing your phones loud in public is what I was going to bang out, bang on about though. That as well, yeah, yeah. Go on, because I—I I just think it's—I just think it's wrong. There's like, if you're in a place where there's music playing, or anything like that, and, and you're playing TikTok videos really loud, and you're there looking at it, giggling, and all the rest of it, you, well, if everybody did that, imagine the, the complete cacophony. You know, it's, like, it's just disrespectful, isn't it? Well, kind of. They, I mean, that's what headphones
0: were invented for. Yeah, of uh, course it is. For starters, what's worse than that is when somebody has their phone on a speakerphone and oh. has a conversation... Yeah. now my friend I've got a friend who surprised me once with that yeah that um, behaviour we we stay in the hotel we, the next day we went down we was just sat in the bar and he started having a conversation with his bank about something and it and on speakerphone <laughs> and he was like just <laughs> yeah, and, it, and, it, yeah. and you, I just felt really slightly uncomfortable it was it was an odd one um, I don't think I told him no I didn't I just sat there thinking what the fuck
1: what are you doing? Yeah. yeah,
0: everybody can hear, it and 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 he's calling out these numbers, and he's waiting for the call. I think it's, I think he was just in that zone where that's just what he was used to doing at home. Yeah, but maybe. this was a public space, but it was yeah. a proper business call. It wasn't even.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was a, just the weirdest thing. It's crackers, isn't it? Yeah, and it happens quite a lot. Yeah. No, that drives me round a bend. That 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 can fuck off. So yeah yeah yeah. Um. Oh, the next one. I wanted to. Uh, uh, establishments who don't pass tips yeah. onto their staff. I think that's absolutely abominable. Like if you are going along and you are passing on tips, yeah. and then you you find out that they don't, you know, there is sort of a young lad there working there, and a young girl, and they're not seeing, and they're not they're not
0: seeing that. I've experienced that in in a couple of jobs I've had when I was waiting, and yeah, it does great And also as a restaurant. Um, Assistant manager. I saw sometimes that happening where the the, they were giving more money to some than others. That was out of order. Um, People who go to these places and eat like you uh, and I, when you tip, if it goes in a pot and is shared among everyone, great. Ideally, the person who served you gets everything, and sometimes you'll slip
1: them a fiver. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I've had this in a a cafe in uh, in Beckles. Uh, and we 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 tipped them a fiver, and as we tipped, them, she she took the money. She said, "Oh, that goes to, to the to, to the charity that we're working for." And I'm like, "Well, actually, no. We uh we, we wanted that young girl to because there was a young girl there, really nervous, trying really hard. And there was a yeah. woman there was really sort of overpowering, and you could see that she was making the young girl nervous." If we'd have known that, I didn't want to give to you a fucking charity. I wanted to give to the one girl there that did a really good job. Probably overcoming all kinds of I've social anxiety known, and all sorts.
0: I've never known that charity. Tips go into a charity. I'd question that. I'd say, really? Can I see your charity donation statistics, please?
1: Well, I don't, Maybe. Know, about that. I don't know if it is. I, I, it probably is right, but regardless. I worked I didn't, for... I didn't sign up to- pay for their charity
0: i worked for a very short time for zz's pizzas in clifton in bristol in bet- it was sort of in betweeny jobs really they used to on on your pay slip at the end of the month it worked out that they were paying you two pounds something an hour and then topping it up with tips right so you got your uh, uh, whatever it was That is shit Se- yeah seven pa- and, and you looked at it and
1: you're like wow there's a place called Clifton is that the Clifton Suspension Bridge yeah. yeah. I didn't realize there was I, I know that I've heard of the Clifton Suspension Bridge
0: that's in Clifton
1: cool. yeah well it, it makes sense now <laughs> it does. but I didn't realize Clifton was a place oh it's a beautiful place
0: uh, yeah if you're ever in Bristol that's the place to go and check out Hellfire and damnation i mean i'm just i'm just going to throw it out there about um barber shops inconsistent barber shops I had my hair cut in Beckles the other day. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I went in and I will say it's not it, it was not one of the Turkish barbers. Um did he go to a, a, a what ladies barbers? No, it was an English barber. Right. Right. And I went in there a few weeks. I always leave it too long to get my hair cut. So probably about Christmas time, I'd had my hair cut. Really liked it, actually. The woman was lovely. We had a chat. She was into a bit of comedy, and I gave her flyers. It was a lovely experience, and she cut my hair. And I was actually quite happy with it. Um, Let it grow out. Went back again. It was a bloke doing it this time. And he got into it. Took him 10 minutes, and that was it. And I'm (laughs) like, really? Was that it? (laughs) And then it was one of those things where, where he, he had people sort of queued up. And I'm thinking, that was not quite what I was expecting at all compared uh, to the that, last experience. And then he was like... Um,
1: you you think he saw the people queuing up and counting yeah, all the £10 notes for yeah, yeah, to this
0: in? 100%. He had about three people queued up and he just ploughed into it. And I knew that this was not the time to be starting to talk to him about what I think is wrong with it. You know, it's one of those where they show you the back of your head and you don't even let you just write, yep, fine. I'm, I'll, do you want any product in it? No, I'll wash it when I get home. It was that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, get, get me out of here. Yeah, get me the fuck out of here.
1: Can, can I ask, did you know when you had the, your selfie with Milton Jones? Yeah. Which is on the Facebook page? Yeah. Uh, did you ruffle your hair up to be like Milton Jones? <laughs> no, why does it? You look like you—you you went Hang on a minute. Let me do my hair a bit like you. <laughs> <And> then- <laughs> no, because you—you you looked. What's the word? Jaunty. <laughs> jo-
0: okay, no, I didn't. No, that's my uh, that's my London vibe. Oh right. <laughs> oh, So it was contrived. <laughs>
1: You was he was being jaunty. No,
0: I think i just had my hair cut a couple of days before. That's what it was. I was trying my best to make it look less shit than it did when I walked out
1: of the shop. There's a couple of Turkish ones in Norwich, except they're not Turkish. You talk to them, they're actually Kurdish.
0: I had an odd one where where he
1: um, he set fire to my ears. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, it's brilliant, what isn't it? What the fuck is that? I yeah, was surprised. fantastic. Did it, I get charged extra for that? Well, the guy that did me looked like he was going to behead me. He had that look about him. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then he started lobbing a load of fire at me. Is <laughs> but there's a guy who really annoyed me. Like um, he, he he does this thing where you say, "I want a number number three at the sides," and 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 what he'll do is around the back of the ears, you'll go in less than a three. So after a couple of weeks, your hair starts mushrooming out because oh, okay. he's not done it complete level. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's the only guy that does it. And I said to well, him... Is that a good thing? No, it's not a good oh, thing. Because right. I don't want my hair and mushroom. I want to come out at the same level. Yeah. I, th- I, I have a sneaking suspicion that he thinks he's clever because it, it looks daft within about three weeks. Right. Because it starts bushing out. So you, the first thing you do is go back and get it sorted. Yeah. So he wants you back again. I think that might be his game. But I said to him, I said, look, mate, and last time I came in, you gave me a really good haircut. And he was getting really sensitive. was like, what are you criticising me air kind of thing. You could see it was like not going down well. So but I I've got to say it's my fucking head. You yeah, know? Yeah. So I said, Look, you keep keep it at number three at the sides. Don't cut in at uh, he is, you're the only guy that does that I, I prefer, I'd, ra- I'd rather you didn't do that so you know and your he, numbers and he though, to you? me okay I won't do that right and then at the end he goes I've only cut it in a little bit I was like for fuck's sake mate why would you do that
0: but you know your numbers then you know your grades so a three because when I, when I spoke to him he's going so what do you want I said do you want to keep a bit of length on the back and I'm going yeah he said so what's that like a, like a seven I don't know what the fuck that means what's a seven that's well, long. I know it's longer than a one, and, a, and I, then you've got I'd a say zero.
1: Probably about a centimeter, seven, something like that. Yeah, but don't talk
0: to me in those terms. I don't. Maybe understand, it's seven, it. To
1: seven millimeters. That's what it'll Is be. Is there a whole new language for the barbershop? It's probably millimeters, isn't it? That one would make sense. About seven millimeter.
0: Yeah. One millimeter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't
1: know what that looks like, though. Do I?
0: Be more consistent, barbers. Yeah. So, uh, any gigs to plug? Pablo,
1: yeah, I've got a couple. Uh, some tickets going really well, and others that definitely need a little bit more, a uh, little, little bit more fanning. If you sort of I mean, so I, I've got Reginald D. Hunter in Woodbridge on May the. What's it May the second? Fuck me, forgot what know. day it's May the twelfth. Oh no, your secretary. Fuck
0: me, hang on a minute. Whilst you're doing that, though, Sean Walsh is sold out, isn't he? Not quite. All bar the. Yeah. Small change. Yeah,
1: I'll come on to that. Oh, so, so uh, Woodbridge on Friday the 12th of May. Friday the 12th of May, Woodbridge has got a couple of tickets there. Not many, sold out most of them, so doing really well. But I'm also doubling up with Reginald D. Hunter at Southwold. Yeah, surprisingly, not how many tickets gone that gone quickly for that. But I think that'll kick in, that'll be a late, late burn. But do get yourself down there Friday night. Quarter to it, seven it, kick off
0: it's funny isn't it how one sells out pretty much you know it's going to sell out within a, a couple of months of going on sale and yet another one on the same night in a different venue just doesn't have the same pull
1: oh, what i've learned to learn with this is never be surprised mm. never be surprised so with Sean Walsh on 28th of april at southwold uh, hardly done any of the advertising nice N- near, near enough sold out yeah doubling up at Ocean Room same night uh, sell, selling well but not, not not quite as many but that last time we had Sean Walsh that sold a lot later and we ended up getting more people at um, Gorston. so very nice you, d- you just never know do you yeah. Uh, yeah booked in Arthur Smith for 6th of June at Southwold. Uh, that'll do line. well
0: yeah I, uh, I pretty much sold out three nights with him uh, next week uh, just Beckles could do with a few more in that's how it that's how it is are we going to get off on the pod uh yeah next week yeah, yeah. definitely something like that whether i have to go up to his hotel and, and and have a chat with him or whether he'll come here we'll have breakfast uh, we'll see. that'll be nice but uh it's a busy weekend and then on on um march the 11th in swaffham i've got marcel lucom that's a new venue still trying to build a bit of a community there but the word's getting out um and then on the fourteenth of March got Jason Manford at the comedy store with Ooh. Jen Brister and uh among other Joe Jacobs. Wow.
1: Uh, and a few others. I period periodically get told to look like Jason Manford. Yeah. Uh, Sound like him a little bit too. Well, we are from the same same part of the world. Yeah. But, but uh, I mean I take that, he's ten years younger than me. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? So Can you sing like him? Uh I can sing all right, but I can't do show tunes and stuff like what he does. I had a weird, weird experience with uh, Jason Manford. Um, I went to see Billy Connolly with Ross. You met Ross last yeah, week, Ross yeah. Downs, um, and we were in the pub in near the Hammersmith Apollo before going in, and Jason Manford was in there, and and like Ross does says Jason Manford, "I am like, oh yeah, Jason Manford." The weird thing was, he was that's he was looking at me right in the eye. And I was thinking, I've been stared out a bit by Jason Manford here. And I, and I, I think it's because we noticed him. But I thought, should I go over and have a chat? And I, I sort of regret not doing that. But, oh, you he, didn't. but he was looking at me and trying to weigh up. I think he was trying to weigh up if he knew me. Right. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's one of those things. Because you, in social media, you, you sort of cross-pollinate because you know a lot of people, mutual people, don't you? So you maybe see me. I, he definitely commented on posts that I commented on. Uh, so maybe nice. he he thought he recognised my well, face Or maybe about, he just thought There's my doppelganger But, yeah, but well, slightly older
0: Well, On that note and going back to what we were talking about earlier You know I've got a bit of a background in com, uh, Drama, direction And kind of yeah. putting on shows yeah. How about we package you As a Jason Manford tribute Pablo uh,
1: Dunn is In small letters Jason Manford. Yeah, you could do that, and then we'll take you on tour. You could also do Johnny Vegas, and you could also do Paul Shane from Heidi High. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. How about a whole night? So we'll have we'll have Johnny comparing.
1: I, in all seriousness, I wouldn't mind them seeing again. I, have, I haven't done that for a while. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, 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 I'd quite like to do that. You again. Save yourself a few quid if you did it. You did it well. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it definitely... I'm used to emceeing in pubs rather Although than I did see sort theatre venues. I
0: did see you at the Ocean Rooms the other day and everyone was ready for their comedy. And then what they got at the start of the show was Somewhere you like trying to flog them tickets yeah, to exactly. a future show. Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. I thought i hit him with that. Then, then no joke. No jokes. It was just a hard sell. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buy some tickets. Yeah. Buy some tickets. Listen to a podcast. Now, normally, as a, on, on a, from, a, from a comedy perspective,
1: I would have said, yeah, don't open with that. But... <laughs> Yeah, you draw a line under it and then bring on the uh, proper people, don't you? No, <laughs> to be fair, we called all the lights. We played Dance of the Nights by Prokofiev. Yeah. And then, and then we then MC... Okay, yeah, you did draw a so line under it. Yeah, so we probably drew, drew a line under it. But I think people were wondering if it was going to tell them a the joke. Or sat there going, oh, he looks a yeah. bit like Jason Manford. <laughs> yeah, well, He's going to be quite good. I didn't know Jason was up tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> P- people genuinely think you're going to be funny because you're a bit chubby and Northern, you know.
0: Well, also, they, they genuinely think you're going to be quite funny because it's a comedy night and the man's just stood up and held a microphone and he's <laughs> talking to them. <laughs> the, they
1: very, very quickly work out what's going on,
0: though. <laughs> it's not hard, is it? Um, lovely. Listen, we're gonna, we've been going. This is one of our longest ones. Oh, shit. Right, PS, by the way, last week was our highest weekly download. Whoa. Brilliant. Um, we're in the hundreds per week being downloaded and listened to and it's a good opportunity to say thank you so much to those yeah, people out there you. that are listening and
1: genuinely enjoying it we're still getting messages it's, of, it's a decent tra- trajectory isn't it and what i'm noticing is people are listening and pe- people who are contacting us are saying i've listened to one i'm going to listen to the rest yeah so that's a uh, yeah must be doing something right if that's that's yep. what, that's what's and, going down you know
0: you know i'm a bit of a stats guy with these things and you know the average listen is in the high um, percentages you know, 80, 70, 80% is the average well, of what well,
1: people um, are listening. Where's the furthest to field other than Japan? The week, week.
0: America. You've got Americans. Australia. I had a lovely message from uh, someone who I miss very much, or a pair of people I miss very much uh, Brian Damage and Crystal.
1: Ah. Da- who, yeah. who emigrated yeah, to Australia. Lovely pair.
0: And uh, we. Uh, you, I, I met
1: them at your, your, your gig down this end.
0: Absolutely. And I know they'll be back for a visit and we'll book them then. But he said, I've just binged all nine episodes and love it. And oh, it, uh, thank you, Brian and Crystal. I hope you're having a great time down there. Now, we always end with a few apologies. Have you yeah, this really, is contrition. Did you uh, want to apologise? And you don't uh, have to apologise well, to
1: retards. You said we did that last time. Yeah, you've actually just written down, say sorry to retards. That's that's, that's not very sincere, is it? You're actually saying sorry to retards. What you mean is, let's apologise for using the word retards, not say sorry to retards. (laughs)
0: Well, it's the same thing, isn't it? If you're retarded and you were upset by the fact that we used that term.
1: No, is that still not working? Stop saying retarded. What what do these people do when they need to buy a uh, a fire retardant? What
0: do they do? They probably, you know, Can I- they start by licking a window. <laughs> what? What? And then when the shopkeeper lets them in, <laughs> they, I don't know, they knock a few things off the shelves. I don't know.
1: Let's just apologise <laughs> for not gone well. Word, no, it hasn't. <laughs> People's-
0: uh, it happened last time. We always do that. It's like your Sam Smith apology last time. That ended up going wrong. But you you started off apologising. You went, ah, this is a nonsense, and then moved. <laughs> that was one of the funniest bits, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're not very good at apologising. No, we're not. And that was evidence of that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I'm really sorry to people that like apologies. Pablo, thank you. We're going to draw this one to a close now, Pablo. Um, and I know we're going to go down and have a, a beer down at a couple of the pubs, and we'll probably talk about it next time. I think I might be having an Indian this evening. Aye. All right from From
1: uh, our friend oh, Mohammed, Mr. Mohammed, I was there last night, actually. Yeah, I got uh, well. I wasn't there. I uh, did you get got, a takeaway? Got a takeaway. Did you get free poppadoms? I didn't get no, no, ah. didn't. no, no. But it was very nice, Mr. Uh, Paul. Uh, I had a, I had a, had a uh, I know the missus listens to this, so you
0: know. So have I got to leave this in now that you're putting a shout out?
1: No, no, you don't have to. Well, I, I it's was not g- a
0: vanity project, poor Pablo. No, no, I was
1: going to say I had a sneaky pint without the missus <laughs> knowing in 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 in, in, in the verse.
0: Well, I was listening back to one the other day, and I revealed that I sometimes pretend that there's that the line's too busy, so I have to go down and pick it up rather yeah. than ring it up and go down and back. Yeah, um, yeah that was a that was a mistake.
1: you you got caught out no
0: I haven't been caught out but luckily you know I've managed to get away with that Um, listen shall we wind this one down Uh, once again Pablo let's do it absolute pleasure we've never we've always got something to chat about and uh, let's go and have a pint put the music on about now and sign off by saying once again thanks for listening
1: cheers everyone bye bye cheers Pablo To, to be born in now. We got another map, keep it spinning around. I look funny as it's but the just can't be found. I feel like really got a lot to change myself. I change my town.
0: Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash